Today's episode is brought to you by Flowers by Fidel's. <laughs> if, you're, if you're interested in purchasing Fidel's products, DM them at F- Flowers by Fidel's on Instagram for an upcoming event. You can also visit their website, fidelsclothing.com. Cultivate it in Los Angeles, California. like a rap I spit on this track shout out to Martin kid from Belgium M-A-A-R-T-N make sure you guys check him out on uh, SoundCloud and other places support the, the the homies music Welcome to Still Searching Podcast. want to thank everybody for all the love, for supporting. Shout out to Josh Vi, my father, Pastor Rudy, who we're gonna ha- we got to have on the show pretty soon. Hopefully he can make time. That dude, he's too busy for me. Dad, if you're listening, the people want to hear you. Um, so yes, guys, thanks to the supporters. Really appreciate you guys. Um, everybody who's been listening and sharing, uh, the last episode with Carla never been kissed, got a ton of response, uh, good and bad. Well, not necessarily bad, but I had a a real life, real time response, uh, to the episode as someone was listening and brought up some really good points. And I encouraged them to send in a voice message, uh, and we can kind of talk about it some more. That's the great thing about this podcast. It's not about, you know, having some sort of battle or going back and forth. No, not at all. It's just dialogue and talking about these things. And uh, this person made a great point of, you know, that was her experience of uh, fundamental Christianity uh, without really exploring the many other uh, forms of Christianity. So anyway, I want to talk about it some more on another episode. But today we have uh, we're talking entrepreneurship again. I have a lot of a lot of my friends are entrepreneurs, right? People who start their own businesses or work for themselves in one way or another, and uh, you know, take control of their lives. Meaning they don't work for somebody else they don't put their you know their the power of their income and schedule and control in somebody else's hands so i mean it's not nothing there's not a knock on if you have a regular job that's fine that's great i happen to hang out with entrepreneurs uh, because i just like what they're about right being able to take control of your life and make the money you would you want to make without having to be capped at a certain salary somebody always told me the salary you accept is the amount that you are willing to give up your dreams so you know 
Um, I like to hang around with those types of people. They push me, they inspire me. Um, so this episode, we talk about the hustle, the grind. You know, there's a lot of fake people that fake hustle <laughs> online. But we talk about the, you know, the details of owning a taco business, um, starting a, a, another, a couple other businesses that Eddie's a part of. And we talk about all that fun stuff of working hard and striking while the uh, iron's hot, I believe is what the uh, saying is. Could be wrong. Um, new episodes on the way coming soon. I got a crazy one with a bunch of high school kids that's ready to go. And um, these kids are crazy, man. So let's get into this episode with uh, Eddie Gonzalez, the uh, founder of uh, Taquito Imas, the IDET kiosk. Sheesh. Um, Pacoima Chamber of Commerce, Business Networking Alliance. This dude is everywhere. And uh, we have a good conversation. I actually messed up the recording and i lost like 15 minutes of it so we kind of in the middle you'll hear it we kind of go back and try to recreate it it's not the same but it's still good still worth still worth the listen thank you guys stillsearching.com i appreciate the love guys thanks for listening shout out to salty beats Shout out to the duck himself for the music. Shout out to Martin. Man, I got the uh, I got the hustle king, the hustle king of the San Fernando Valley in the in the trap house today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I got Eddie Gonzalez in the house. Give it up, give it up. Yeah, he is. Man, I I had to. Uh, we've been talking for I don't know. Seems like months, but this dude is so busy. He literally, you know, is running around everywhere nonstop. I mean, sometimes he'll text me like, bro, I haven't even slept and all this craziness. And finally, I got him in here. So I got Eddie Gonzalez in the house. How you doing, bro? Uh, super excited to be here, man. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, man, we've been we've been trying to set this up, man. Finally glad we were able to finally uh, nail you down. Yep. You're all over Monday the place. Night. On a Monday night. Let's do it. <laughs> Try to get him yesterday. He's like, man, I just... I just got in from a catering, right? Is that what, yeah, that catering was, and you know the build and stuff like that. So, try to keep myself busy. It's nonstop, bro. I don't, yeah. ne- I don't ever see you not busy. Like, do you ever stop just to chill? Um, I don't because I feel like when when I'm working, I'm also having fun. So it's a obviously it's 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 a it wears you down and and things like that. But just working on what you really like, I, you know, I couldn't ask for anything else. Yeah, you're at that stage, bro, where you just there's no point there's no i mean there's no uh reason to slow down and stop mm-hmm. right you just get it while the getting is good and just attack right or get it while the iron's hot you know what i mean i think it seems like 
uh, the uh, balance, the work-life balance sometimes could be overplayed, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we're working hard. Let's take a break, right? Yeah. But sometimes you just, you, you, the, the, you don't need to, right? Exactly. If you can keep going, just <clears throat> keep going. Um, definitely. So you know how people always say like, work hard, play hard. Right. Like I'm, I'm playing hard while I'm working, you yeah. know? So that's, that's the thing that I'm truly blessed with. So, you know, with the catering stuff and the, you know, some of the things that we do, we're always at events. We're always meeting new people. We're having fun while we're working. So, uh, why sidetrack and, and, and not work and just, you know, right now is the time. Like you said, we're, it's, it's, you're so invested in, in, in your business and you start seeing a little bit of, uh, the fruits of your labor. Right. Um, but it's not the time to stop. You know, you got to keep grinding. You got to keep right. going at it until um, you, your foundation is legit. You know, your foundation yeah. is strong. Uh, and then start passing that over to, you know, your team, whoever, whoever else is going to help you build a house on the foundation that you laid on. So, or right. the, the business in a sense. So, um, yeah, man, definitely that's, I feel like the foundation is, it's, it's good now. So now it's time to build up. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's exactly what you're doing. So for, so this is, this is like another, uh entrepreneurial episode i had the the ladies in here i had yeah. the the bosses the boss bitches in here <laughs> <laughs> last time and they had we had a great time um and uh so now we finally got you so we, we all that's where i met you as well in that same group where i met them which you're actually the co-founder of the business networking alliance right and yeah. that is growing like crazy yeah, man. So I'm one of the co-founders along with, you know, some good friends of mine and they've been here too. You know, you got Clemente, John, Clemente. Dave. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's another thing, you know, it's, it's, it's on our third year and we definitely invested the, and dedicated our time to, to that as well. Um, so it's definitely growing now. We got about six, seven chapters ready to open about three more. So our goal wow. for 2020 is to have 20 chapters. Wow. Wow. And it started with one, San Fernando. Yes, sir. Uh, explain the Business Networking Alliance for anybody who doesn't know. Or, you know, who might even be interested in, in joining a chapter? What? How does that work? Yeah, definitely. So it's a, it's an exclusive uh, uh, networking group, you know, exclusive by the in, in the sense that you can only have one category, one field, one business per chapter per city. Um, that way we're not competing against similar fields. Yeah, right. each other. So the goal is to just refer business to each other, you know, create those business relationships, whether it's personal or business, and create a, an environment where we keep everything in-house. You know, you meet... Um, you know, we meet every other week and we just refer business to each other on a, on a, on a very trusting level. Like that's the way right. I see it. Right. You know, you get to know these other entrepreneurs, other businesses, um, and you get to trust them because you get to know them on a personal level. So now you just meet them and exchange cards and then you don't even know who you're referring yeah, business yeah, to. So yeah, 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 it's a, it's a very unique concept. And, um, you know, I think it, that's what sets it apart too, is the real relationship because what the BNA does is every other week that you guys don't meet you guys are uh having like one-on-one -on -one little coffee dates or little hangouts whatever and just getting to know the other members of the of the group and yeah. you know on a personal level and and hearing their story and how they came up and how they got started in their particular business and you just connect with that person right you become friends and definitely it's easier to refer business to your friends and that's that's the uh, that's when I was in it. That's that was the really cool thing that I really enjoyed about it. Was, yeah, man. It wasn't so like, oh, okay, you know, I think we know. I think we have a plumber. You know, let me find his car. Yeah. Like, oh no, <laughs> I know. Um, you know, uh, uh, so and so and so then, and yeah. so. Right. So, yeah. There's a story behind everybody. You know. So the the more you know about that backstory, the more you're you know not only going to trust that person and feel more 
um, comfortable referring business to them, but you're going to get to know them and their work ethic, um, you know, their, their personal life. You know, a lot of people have the backstory. You know, a lot of people are doing a lot of things outside of their business or their job, you know, whether they're, you know, part of a nonprofit, whether they're struggling on a personal level, on a business side. So many things you want to get to know them and, and you, you're going to lean more towards referring to that person because you, you at the end of the day is trust. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. And we're going to get into like, uh, all of your, all of the, uh, businesses you have your hands in, but, uh, one of the, the main ones is, uh, your, your taco catering business, Taquito y Mas, and you're yeah. my taco guy. Like <laughs> if I, you know, if I'm having a, a legit party, like I, I can only have, you know, Taquito y Mas because yeah. it's just, it's bomb. But I've, I, I've had your tacos first at, um, actually you volunteer or you gave away a, a catering yeah. um as a fundraiser for my daughter's softball team this was like a few like three years ago yeah and uh i guess somebody knew you approached you and said hey we're trying to raise funds for our, our summer all-stars and i guess you um you know you you gave away a, a catering for our raffle yeah so that's how i heard the name and i started following the page this was back then and then i went to a party i think it was my sister-in-law's party yeah and that's where i met you and uh it was it was it was different from the very beginning. Like the 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 setup was different. Mm. Everything looked clean. Everything was nice. The presentation was on point. Like everything, it was the same. Like the black tablecloths. All the girls were in black, black shirts, black pants. Everybody was like looking good. He had some cute girls back then. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <huh? laughs> what happened? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was everything was on point. Like you know, the, everything just was presented like professionally. And uh, the tacos speak for themselves. Thank you, man. So, um, so that's how I found you. But yeah, that's that's like your your baby, right? That's well, one of your babies. Yeah, and, that, and even that has a, a kind of interesting story. Yeah, how'd you and, get you know, into the taco so, game? Because that's a yeah. I mean, it's it was it's we're starting on our fifth year now of caterings, right? So we we've completed four years of catering. So kind of how it went down is, um, you know, I left the corporate world in 2014. Mm. You know, I was pursuing my photography, uh, which is still a passion of mine. Um, and then I started getting into the photo booth industry. So I designed my own photo booth, whatever. But, um, so my brother was managing a team out in bank of America. And then I was also managing the team back America. That's my last corporate job I had. Um, and he started doing caterings kind of, uh, just for, you know, just for extra income on the weekends. He was doing one, two, you know, a month, you know, and he was trying to get me to do caterings here in the Valley. Cause at that time he lived out in Brea. Um, so I was trying to get him to do photo booths out there. So we were kind of like both trying to mm. pull each other to, you know, to the business, that's our side business that we had. And, um, he, he ended up getting promoted within the company and he had to leave to Texas. So, um, he just told me like, Hey bro, like I got a couple caterings. They already gave me the deposit. Can you take care of them? And I yeah. said, bro, I taught you how to cook. You think I can't do this? You know, and, <laughs> and which it wasn't easy, you know, the preparation, you know, showing up on time. So the, the first couple of caterings, I, I showed up pretty late you know yeah. i showed a blade it took me longer than expected so uh definitely a learning experience and then after that um i just started doing it on my own creating my own pricing uh, my brother actually created the name taquito because his concept is, has always been um providing more than what you what mm. people expect right you know he actually created the whole um you know the the, the mexican bowls and he had the mexican uh right. table covers table and everything clock, yeah. so I think I just took it to the next level, you know, with the branding, created the logo, um, added more, more, more options. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I treat it, I treated the, that the business since day one as the, legit. 
the, the uh, chipotle sauce. Oh, that chipotle sauce, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely had that. Yeah, and that, and that's another uh, you know interesting addition to the catering biz. Yeah. So that's how it all started, man. And after that, uh, 2016, um, we we um we started kind of getting double booked and growing, and um you know just kind of to sh- to put it in perspective, like 2016 was still sort of a part time because I was still doing the the photo booth. I still had a semi um, job job you know yeah. with a friend of mine with construction and then uh you know just uh still dedicating my weekends to to both of those the caterings and the photo booths um so 2016 we did about 60 caterings uh the following year 2017 we did about uh, 120 or so and then the following year we did like 230 wow. which is 2018 and then uh 2019 we did over like 326 caterings Jeez. so you know thankfully every year has been doubled the, the team is growing but you know People from day one that hired us from first the year one and, you know, little Timmy's birthday. Now Timmy's five. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. So they're like, you know, I'm so glad that, you know, they're happy for us. You know, they're happy that we're growing. They're happy that we're still providing the same quality that we started with. And my brother, the concept that he created. Um, So, yeah, I just want to. So you guys had that entrepreneurial like fire in your family. Sounds like like with your brother and. Yeah. You just had it. You know, I think we all just sort of have to work jobs, you know, as much as we Mm -hmm. You know, we could do what we have to do, but if you have something, you know, an idea or a business, it's like, man, you you can't you can't just let it let it go. You know, you have to like do those things, like you said, and just putting the work on the weekends and yeah. and just dedication, man. Dedication. Next thing you know, it starts. It everybody starts has twenty four hours in a day. You know, yeah. everybody has the seven days a week. It's just how much time you want to dedicate extra. You know, outside of that comfort zone, outside of those forty hours. Monday through Friday, you know, job. So, um, and it's not easy. I mean, I I totally understand like, you know, and people have families, people have different commitments. So it's not easy to take that leap if you want to do the entrepreneur um, journey, but. Definitely not for everybody, man. It's definitely not for everybody. And I love all your posts, bro, because you you go hard (laughs) on like the fake, what do you call them? The fake entrepreneurs or the. uh, The wantrepreneurs. The wantrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, but to each their own. I always say, you know, to each their own is not for everybody, but, you know, we have had it, you know, from, from you know the family where like my mother was a single mother raised six kids and never gave up like she had three jobs she mm. did whatever she needed to do to feed us you right. know put food on the on our, on our tables and provide yeah of course you know we, we had those times where we ate beans and rice and we right. ate whatever we had and you know we grew older and we always saw that from our mother so she definitely instilled that work ethic um not necessarily she wasn't an entrepreneur she was just a hard worker just hard worker extremely yeah. dedicated and hard working a, a mother of six single mother um and that kind of like so seeing that all that responsibility that she had like i as as a young kid i always wanted to not be a burden on her mm. like i wanted to provide for her so you know i had my first job at 15 um i had my first my first business you know at 13 12 it was like 12 um so i so this is how my first business was yeah yeah so <laughs> um i asked my mom so we actually lived in in uh, north hollywood so it was a, a a big apartment. It was, I had like 40 units. Um, so I was, you know, I was going and running around with the kids and everything. So I told my mom, I said, hey, uh, let's go get sodas and candy from uh, Price Club, which, you know, eventually Sam's became to, it was Price Club, then it became Costco. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, that's to put a timestamp on it, you know, yeah, back in the right. day. Way back. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I wanted to sell that not only to make a little extra cash, but, um, you know, I wanted to buy this fish tank, you know? <laughs> so I told her like, I asked her for the fish tank first of all, and she said, we nah. can't afford it. Like, you can't yeah. have a fish tank. And I said, okay, cool. Let's go buy sodas and candies, and I'll sell it, and I'll make some money. So she put in 20 bucks. 
I paid her back the next week, and then I just started doubling it up and right. selling more soda, selling more candy until I got my five-gallon fish tank. And then after that, it was a um, a ten-gallon fish tank. And I got yeah. to a point where I had, you know, by the time I was thirteen and a half, I was had a thirty-five-gallon fish tank. <laughs> I had like all these lights and everything. So I, I've always been very like, um, you know, I just you rent the fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fish, animals, and you know, and just getting it, you know, just getting getting yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, the joy, the just that that reward of the satisfaction, the satisfaction yeah. of that hustle. My son used to sell uh, chips in yeah. junior high, and he got caught. <laughs> and I was like, "Don't trip, just you know, be more careful, hide yeah. them better, right? And like, <laughs> hide them in your backpack, or take another bag and put it in your backpack." Yeah. So he stopped for a little bit, then he started again, and he was like selling them on the low. But it was the same thing. We'd go to Costco, buy them the big. You know, yeah. the big case of hot Cheetos is like 13 bucks. It has like 40 bags or whatever. You sell them for a buck. Yeah. Know, and then, or and whatever it is. Or I, I forgot how much he was selling them for. But yeah, he'd make $20, $30 yeah. a week or whatever. And, and that's so interesting, man, because, um, you know, now you have, I mean, it, it's kind of sad to see sometimes you have a 16, 18 year old that doesn't even understand or, or the concept of like, how do I make cash? You know, how do I have a, how do mm. I get a job? And then you have younger kids that are like, yeah, selling chips and selling candy might not be, uh, you know, a future venture that you want to get into, but just the it's fact the, that you're the, willing to. It, it's it's the act. It's yeah. the it's the act of the transaction. Exactly. It's the sale. Yeah. Right. I had a guy in here. We were talking off air. A friend of mine, um, Josh Vi. We're he's in sales. We're all in sales, right? And he's like, bro, that's the only profession that, you know, really anybody can do, for the most part. I mean, mm. as far as like, you don't have to like go to college to be a good salesman you know or it's just just and there's really nothing else that can make as much money as being a salesman mm -hmm. right yeah i mean it's like you can control your your income mm -hmm. in a sense you know you can dictate it how much you want to make dictate how much you want to make based yeah. on your, your efforts and stuff so exactly based on your efforts yeah it ain't gonna come to you no absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> I, I love when i had clemente in here and we we're talking about all the he's killing the real estate game and he was talking about, yeah, all these, but they don't understand the work. Mm -hmm. He's like, you got to put in, you know, serious work, you know, like in the beginning. I will even, even, you know, later on in your career, you still have to put in that work. And, um, you know, people think it just comes easy. Yeah. It doesn't, man. Or that you're lucky. Or, or that people yeah. are like, oh, well, you must be lucky. People like you. So that's no, like people don't give you their money you got to give them a service that they're going to be happy with well we kind of create our own luck right yeah. luck is like the intersection of dedication and hard work yeah. right and boom yeah. sometimes you just you will get lucky but it doesn't happen just out yeah. of nowhere right yeah. you create those those spaces those opportunities um you also i just saw the new design of your uh your other baby the idec kiosk yeah tell me about that <laughs> Um, I'm so, the second person to see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so I, like I, yeah, exclusive. so I've been working on that exclusive <laughs> for the trap house. Nice. Um, so, oh, that'll be dope in there. <laughs> have one in there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I, like I mentioned, uh, back to the you know 2014 when when um uh, I was pursuing the photography business or the the my passion as in as a photographer and I was already getting paid for for events and stuff like that, weddings and all that. But how'd you get into photography, by the way? Um, just picked it up. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. You know. It was, as as far as I can remember, I had a photography class in in in, in high school, and then I, as far as I can remember, uh, when cell phones start cell phones started coming out, yeah. uh, I was always taking pictures of the sunset and you know right. all those things. So it's always uh, um, 
um, been a passion of mine, you know, just, just the creative side. I love to draw. I love photography. I'm very visual, mm. um, cut, you know, presentation, all that stuff. So that transcends into my businesses, you know, with the, right. like you mentioned with the setup of the, the caterings, you know, like, right. and, you know, making sure that the visual aspect of, of the business looks professional. Even, even if we don't like, even if when we started, we were in a known brand or we didn't have a restaurant or anything like that. So, um, yeah, so back to 2014 with the kiosk, um, I was doing photography and I was running around at weddings 12, 14 hours, you know, from beginning to end. Um, I was actually the backup photographer for for some uh, some of the events. Um, and my, my good buddy, Eric, um, he was the, the main one, you know, he was the, the experienced uh, photographer. And I just started seeing photo booths um, at, right. most, at, at more events, more and right. more events. And I, I would just ask like, hey, how much are you guys charging for that? Um, it, it was ranging anywhere from... 300 to up to a thousand dollars for a, a three hour booth. yeah for a three hour session especially weddings you know weddings everything is you know right. the, marked up you know three times the the regular price <laughs> um so i was like wow secret like, bro why are you giving out the secrets dude <laughs> <laughs> so so i was just like all right man I, I i'm probably in the wrong business at this point you know so i just um but i, I kind of just went back to the lab you know and i just said what what can i create that i have that can kind of um you know add the you know i couldn't i couldn't mm. buy a photo booth at the time right so i'm like i had a laptop laying around i had extra cameras i had um you know some lighting and it literally started with just putting my camera on a tripod and you know some speed lights on the side and buying the software and i was i had a canopy i had a pop-up canopy and that yeah. was my first photo booth <laughs> um but i went down i went to the drawing board and and you know i started like i mentioned i love to draw so thankfully that came in handy as well um and and I just did, created some ideas and I called a friend of mine, a carpenter friend of mine. I said, Hey, I need your shop. Can you rent out a little space for me? And he was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'll help you out. And I just built something in a couple of weeks, took it to an event and people were impressed. You, you know? literally designed this thing from hand, built it. And it's a kiosk. It's like, a, it's a, I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe provide a picture in the yeah. show notes or on the website uh, after we, we post it. But yeah, it's like, it's an interactive well, now it's interactive. Yeah. It's a screen and there's a camera in there and it's like all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I wanted to to get away from the traditional box, you know, the traditional photo booths that people were accustomed to, you know, because the photo booth's been around for almost 100 years now. So um, I just wanted to add curves. I wanted to make it look attractive. But because of I was I was building it myself, I had the the flexibility to put literally whatever I wanted. So I, I, I added the Xbox to it. Mm. I, uh, it was actually a black Friday sale. So I got the Xbox, I got a 32 inch monitor, which no other photo booth, even to this day, they usually don't have that big of a screen. Right. Um, now you have a few other ones that are, you know, that, that they're coming out that bigger screens, but at that time, nobody had a 32 inch monitor. Um, you know, I put led lights into it. I put wheels. I was thinking of making this thing solar power like i had so yeah. many freaking ideas man it was it was crazy but um yeah so it from scratch drew it out build it um thankfully my friend uh lewis the carpenter he was able to show me some tricks of the trade because you know even though i knew basic carpentry i, I didn't know a lot of the things yeah um so it just kind of came together man it, and it worked out and like i said i took it to the first event and and they were impressed. They were asking, like, where'd you buy this thing? You know, who who built it for you? And I said, I did. dude, like three weeks ago, I was drawing it on paper and <laughs> I just brought it. And yeah, and so that really kind of motivated me, like, yeah. uh, because people were like, oh, you should take this thing to Shark Tank and you should patent this thing and you should do this. And I was like, get out of here. Like, I, I still want to be a photographer. Like, this is just extra income for me. Like, this is just something I built 
out of wood and, and it's just going to provide extra income. Yeah. And then it just, it just went a whole different direction. Right. Cause it could be uh it, it's not just a photo booth, right? Cause it's an interactive screen. So this could, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of know the idea, like the, uh, the vision, like where it could go, like, right. You, mm -hmm. you were just saying, man, this could be in airports. It could be at convention centers or, you know, yeah. malls or whatever. Right. I mean, this thing, can pretty much go anywhere, right? Where where there's foot traffic. Yeah. So basically, um, it's a matter um, of programming it. And it definitely customizing the program, the the software to it. And um, so the the thing that really helps with the kiosk, even though it's a six foot kiosk, like it has a very small footprint. You know, mm -hmm. it has a you know it's eighteen inches by eighteen inches of space. Right. You know, so it's literally like it takes up the space that a, a human would would right. take versus a big photo booth that takes up six feet by six feet or yeah. eight feet. You know, so. That really allows um, the kiosk not only because of uh, being interactive and having a full-on computer, so you can literally check your emails on this kiosk. Like it has a full-on computer, Wi-Fi, um, and and you can put it in locations where you can uh, capture data. You know, you, people can walk up to it, get a free picture if they take a free survey, mm. uh, a quick survey. So it's 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 you provide a, a, a something a uh, you know something that people can get. Right. And so like, can, like like a business can have like a small business can have this in their front. They can register, log yeah. in for deals or like a rewards program, yeah, keep coming exactly. back and they get a little deal. Yeah. Now it has dual monitors, so you can literally use it for digital advertising, you know, mm. 360 view. So you can put it in the middle of a of a mall and you know, it'll be advertising on both sides and maybe get a sponsor. You know, maybe right. Macy's could be on the other side of the mall and say, Hey, Macy's is sponsoring this kiosk and all you have to do is take a free picture and give us your email. And you're going to receive notifications, discounts, and coupons, yeah. you know, for that. So, and then same thing with theater lobbies, um, high transit stations. Um, it's just, it's just, I mean. It's all I, kinds of things, yeah. applications. Yeah, man. That's dope, man. And especially those businesses, they want that that data. They want that information, right? Mm -hmm. So that's that's key. Um, I had a chance to, uh, uh, me and my daughter and her, uh, her ex-boyfriend, breaking news <laughs> i had them on the podcast for the first episode <laughs> they just recently broke up i was heartbroken dude i was oh, <laughs> i was sad i was like what you know i i really like this kid raul if you're listening miss you man <laughs> miss you buddy um he's a good kid but uh i forgot where i was going with this <laughs> uh dang where was i going with this what was i just saying you said that you had a the opportunity to oh uh yes uh we uh got to do the christmas uh pacoima parade oh yeah because you are the uh so we did we did a sound booth yeah. or a, a sound station and we got to i got to bring them um i brought them along so they can get credit at school yeah right so because they had to put in some some volunteer hours i'm like just come out and uh we'll MC the uh parade so we had a list and i had them reading off the names and we had a good time just playing music and um, had a really good time from the Pacoima, Pacoima parade, which we just got our certificates like last week. Okay, cool. <laughs> it takes a minute. It takes a minute for the state to, to or for the whoever to sign yeah, them off. Council members, council the members. Senate. Yeah, everybody yeah. that's involved in it. But you're the uh, president of the Pacoima Chamber too, as well. But dude, you're everywhere, yeah. dude. Pacoima Chamber. Sheesh, uh, Business Networking Alliance. You got the businesses, uh, Odd Fellows. Yeah, yeah. Man. Like, dude, do you sleep? Nah, I mean it's uh sleep's overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, you definitely need to sleep. But um, I, when are you gonna take a vacation? <laughs> no vacation. <laughs> no man. vacation. No vacation. Nah. 
you you want to, I want to get to that point where I can actually take a vacation without worrying about yeah. you know because if if I leave if I go on vacation for say for instance and and I still have to worry about the business running and things make you know happening then it's not really going to be a vacation so right. I got to build that team and and thankfully yeah. I, I am I have some good people on on, on my team right. I call them the TYM squad um, so they yeah. you know and and they're ninety percent of them are, are women so it's there you much go, bro. respect mad they're, respect for the women get it done. they're they're They'll yeah. get it done. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I'm I'm I, I'm always outnumbered, you know. So they I can't even tell them what to do anymore because they they'll gang up on me. So like, nah, bro, we're not doing. <laughs> we, that. Got <laughs> we got this. We got get it. out of here. We're gonna do it this way. Yeah, dude, that's so key, man. Actually, I was having this conversation with my dad today. Actually, we went to lunch and um, for my daughter, she turned seven, and um, I had a meeting. So I have a, a really good friend that um, we just love coffee, and we're gonna do like a, a vlog. Um, uh, just exploring like boutique sort of coffee shops or mom and pop coffee mm-hmm. shops in LA. That's cool. And uh, I'm not gonna say the name yet because I want nobody to steal it. Yeah. But you know she likes black coffee, okay. and I'm and I'm the cream and sugar guy, right? So we're gonna play on that, and you know taste each other's coffees, whatever. But <laughs> we we had like a brainstorming meeting, and my daughter's gonna be a part of it, and she's gonna film and all this stuff, but. Uh, you know, a brainstorming session, and it's just so valuable to have a females. They just perspective. They just think different, right? Yeah. Like we're looking at something this way, and they're looking at it something completely different that we yep. didn't even see, right? Yeah. And they're giving us more insight and more ideas and more uh, just creative um, vibes, I guess yeah. you know, and that we just sometimes just can't see. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Definitely, man. I, I totally agree with you. Um. And and. Like to me, having these girls around, they kind of create a balance. You know, I'm 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 always running around, or I feel like I'm running around, around, or sometimes you feel like you're multitasking and doing more things, and then, but having the balance and them telling me like, "Hey, chill, like we got this. Um, you need to focus on this now." So it, it does it does help out a lot, man. And yeah, they their way of thinking, whether we want to admit it or not, is usually always right. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> 60% of the time they're right every time. <laughs> 60. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, man, it's, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm extremely blessed to have those 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 women uh, yeah in in my in my team so. Uh, shout out Martha. That's Shout I mean, out to Martha, definitely. She's uh, she's holding it down. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I have a couple of good girls that that been with me for a couple of years now and they have a day job. You right. know, so they have a day job and they come and work weekends. Yeah. They work nights, they work weekends, they work late hours. Uh, because people don't understand the work that goes uh, into prepping for oh, yeah. catering, and you have mul- sometimes multiple caterings during yeah. the week. During the so. week on Saturdays, we, you know, we've had five, six caterings at the same time. So Jeez. it's 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 not. And imagine just the prep to feed, you know, six hundred people, six hundred people or more sometimes. You yeah. know, so it's it's definitely. And then the the prepping. Not the only step. that too, because I got to say, like everything is fresh. It's not like. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, oh, dude, like, damn, look at those limes. Those things have been out here for weeks. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Everything is like, that's the thing. Every time I have you, dude, I have people. All right, we're back. So <laughs> here's what happened, guys. Dummy me wasn't paying attention to the board. And uh, I ran out of SD card space. And we talked for like, I, I guess, I think another 10 minutes yeah. from when it got cut off. So we're going to have to rewind. Man, I felt like we had just hit like that point where everything was just flowing so good, dude. 
But we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll try to like recreate that as much yeah. as we can. Um, so now we've had a couple of beers. So, um, you know, hopefully it'll, we'll remember it. So what <laughs> I was saying on the, before we got cut off was um, the freshness of your, your, your product and your presentation. And uh, <laughs> I got into a story yeah. of a, of a, of a, just, oh, uh, it was a hot dog guy. And, um, you know, just, you know, you, you have these whack people that come out, you, you know, other taco guys, and there's just no, there's no professionalism that, you know, it's just, it's terrible. They have, you know, styrofoam bowls with the, with the chili and, you know, yeah. they run out of it. They have like one, one little thing, whatever. But I had this taco guy, man, and, and he couldn't make it and he sent his nephews and, and some other. The hot dog, the hot dog. The hot dog guy. He couldn't come out and then, you know, you pay per hot dog and. Um, I noticed, you know, a couple of the nephews are having a few. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to trip, whatever. But, you know, had some more people come. And I'm like, oh, you you ran out of hot dogs, dude. We're, you only paid for whatever, 60 hot dogs. I'm like, dude, you guys just ate four of them. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's just There's it's people just, that come with their families, too, you know, like. You know, like I said, it, it eight, nine, ten deep. They, 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 and that I think sometimes that's why you're able to. They're able to charge cheaper because they, they, they keep everything in house. You know, the husband comes with the wife and the kids, and they help, which is great. You know, a family business, but you know, it, it it's it sucks that people are like, oh well, they took the leftovers or they're eating on the side. You know, like we get paid to provide the service, and and you know, we got to give the people what they pay for. Yeah. You know, like you said, you paid per hot dogs so if you paid for 60 hot dogs and you have 60 guests you got to make sure that they eat first right before you know the guys that came to provide the service eat <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah if there's left if there's leftover yeah sure you know everybody's good yeah um at one point we were we were gonna do like tickets because i have uh, yeah. one family member that will go and eat three four <laughs> hot dogs i'm like bro you know two's cool let's make sure everybody gets <laughs> Or 27 tacos. I've had that before, too. No way. Yeah. You had somebody yeah. eat 27. Yeah, and the family cut him off because he's known for that. And he would come back six at a time, six <laughs> at a time. And and he wasn't even a big guy, but it was it was pretty interesting. I was impressed. But Wow, you could put him yeah. away. Yeah, he put him away, man. But, yeah, man, I mean, I think. They should, um, have, they should send that dude up in the. in the To the competition. The competition. <laughs> the, the um, for the July hot dog. Well, we did the taco festival in Silmar, the first annual um, last year, and um, we sponsored the taco eating contest. And oh wow! I mean, I thought they were gonna put them down, you know, because I, I I put I prepared like 150 tacos, right? It was like 10 contenders, and I'm like, man, these people are gonna. I was thinking like the professional ones that are on TV that just swallow and swallow. Like, yeah. no, man, there's they're they're taking dude the, the, the most bites. the one that won ate five tacos. What? But it was in two minutes. So, bro, yeah, yeah, that's whack. <laughs> so I had so many left, but it was I so funny. Cause I could do that in in thirty. Well, I could probably do five in a minute. We should try it, man. Because I was, I thought they were gonna put them down, but uh, uh no, nah, man, they were just double eating tortilla. And yeah, it was just the, the how we serve it, just double how tortilla, we serve it. Yeah. We put sauce, we put all the the toppings, and uh, th I had this other guy literally like he knew he wasn't gonna win, but he was chiming down. He stopped. He goes. Hey man, these are actually good tacos. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just gonna enjoy them. <laughs> that was funny. Forget this competition. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm just gonna take my time and let me get three more. Yeah, so definitely goes back down to what you said, man. The 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 quality of quality, yeah, quality. freshness and everything. And and we don't ever want to lose that, you know. Um, yeah. Like I said, we're in our fifth year of of the catering part, and and you know, thankfully growing. But we don't want to lose what we started with, you know, what my brother created and his concept of 
you know, just providing the, the a little bit more, you know, like what they pay for. My brother would literally bring um, a dessert or some kind of fruit bowl or something like that, whoever would hire him, because that was a little extra that that he would do. Yeah. You know, that's what it's the taquito y mas, you know. Mm. And then I, I took that concept and kind of went into like, what else can we offer? So that's how we started doing uh, bigger events, corporate events. Corporate where, events. Yeah. Uh, 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 in and out. Yeah, Target. but we do, our menu has expanded. So we're not, that's Breakfast. why when we say taqueros, like the taquisas are our bread and butter. But we've done, our bigger caterings have been like tri-tip filet mignon. We've mm. done salmon. We've done chicken breasts. We do ceviches. We do all kinds of, you know, and that's, that's a. I was over your house one time, dude, and you were making just some chicken, dude. And it was simple, but it was bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that it comes down to that, man. You don't have to get fancy. Like yeah. I'm. I'm not a, I didn't go to school for, for, to be a chef, you know, but I've always loved to cook, you know, since I was a kid, I was eight years old in the kitchen, burning up eggs and, you know, burning up hot dogs and all that stuff. So, um, you know, it's always been in me to love to cook. That's um, good because I mean, sometimes my, my little girl would want to help, you know, and we're like, oh, you know, go, go away. No, 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 don't, don't, don't mess it up or, yeah. but no, we need to encourage that. Yeah. I need to do that more because she's always trying to help and I'm like trying to get her to, you know, not help. Yeah. Because you want to, yeah, you want to probably like take care of her and make sure that she doesn't burn herself or anything. But I mean, they want to learn, man. Yeah. They, they want to learn. And, and I think it can, it can be something that it'll benefit them in, in, in the future. Not only for just basics, you know, like, yeah, I know people that can't cook for their, top own, ramen. For their life. Yeah. Top ramen. And they burn it. <laughs> you know, they put it in the microwave without water and I'm like, what? But um, yeah, Roman man. I'm so. put my daughter on blast, dude. One time we told her, <laughs> I forgot what it was, what we were making, but we told her, yeah, you need to, you need to, you know, put some hot water. And she's like, well, what kind of hot water? <laughs> like, what do you mean, what kind of hot water? <laughs> do you? She thought like she she had to like put the water in the microwave. Or, I forgot what it was. It was like something, a specific process and yeah, seasonings like, to it. No, you freaking just boil water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Sorry, sorry, kid. Love you. <laughs> She's got a, a real refined palate, dude. She don't she don't eat McDonald's, none of that stuff. That's good. We went to uh something fishy today. Uh it's a it's like Benihana's. Uh-huh. I think it's better. And it's it's cheaper too. But it's in Woodland Hills. That's like our spot. And she's ordering dude tempura. She orders these stuffed jalapenos and then her meal, like her regular yeah. meal. And you know what I mean? So she's like She knows what's up. She knows what's up. <laughs> I guess that's our fault though, too, is is you know, exposing her to, to good food. Good stuff, man. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not, dude? Yeah. Um, so before we got cut off, that's the thing too, is like I think we waited like ten minutes and we're trying to remember. Did we talk about this on the first one? But we'll try yeah. to loop back around. But we got into um, what Taquito Mas is, is growing into right now. So you're working on a big project right now that um, is is coming real soon. Yeah. Tell us about that, the uh, the expansion or the next step, the next phase of the, the catering business. Yeah, man. So so actually one of the, what we're trying to convert the catering business into is just an overall events company. So um, we, we want to convert into the TYM catering and events, which we're going to integrate the photo booth and the caterings and, mm. You know, Martha's uh, creative, uh, you know, um, talents into as well. So um, we're building out a kitchen. So um, we, we initially started with it was going to be a potential restaurant location. Mm-hmm. Uh, but due to some limitations and, you know, things like that, we, we ended up just deciding we decided to just make it a commercial kitchen to continue running the caterings to get more organized, have more workspace um, and then figure out how we can cater to more people on a daily basis. <clears throat> 
So it's definitely uh, something that we're excited about. Hopefully in the next month or so, it's going to be completed. We've been working on it for a few months now. And mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, like I said before, it's, it's, it's something that we're very excited about and, and just being hands-on on it too. It's something that's special. Um, yeah, because you're, you're, you, you have a little bit of a construction background, so you guys yeah. are out there actually putting in the work and yeah, man. knocking so, down stuff and building building out and everything. Digging, and uh, we did the plumbing, the underground plumbing. We we did, um, you know, I had my hands on on the framing, and, and, and then it, it, it's going to transcend into the design as well. So, mm. uh, yeah, from beginning to end, man, we're going to have our hands on, on the so project. So that's going to be the hub for TYM. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Did I say it right? TYM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So where you guys can can do bigger events and yeah, um, I think on the first part we're talking about where you guys are at now. It's kind of you, you're grow, you're growing out of it. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's a it's a dedicated space that we have. Um, and but but it doesn't have a, a flow. You know, it mm. doesn't have a system. Um, so this systems is, are are key, right? Yes. For, for running businesses, right? If, yeah. if there's a system in place, you can teach whoever to follow that system and it's going to work. It's yeah. going to have success. It's not like they have to figure it out. Yeah. You follow the system. And and it helps with productivity. You know, um, mm. one of the things that um, actually Martha put it up on the board is the five P's and four P's or five P's. I'm probably going to get it wrong, but proper, pre proper preparation prevents poor presentation. Mm. Right. So just being prepared for our events um, will, will really help um, the growth of it. You know, so we're, we're looking into hiring more people and training Training more people, um, just having more staff on, on, just ready to go on a yeah. Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, not just a weekend. So yeah, because it's it's definitely not just a weekend thing. You guys yeah. have events and different things all throughout the week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll be up tomorrow at four a.m. You know, getting ready for geez. the breakfast. Uh, one of the breakfasts that we have for a charter school that we cater to, and um, and that's our goal. You know, like we want to be ready for anything that comes our way. What's a breakfast on a breakfast menu that you guys? would do um so it ranges anywhere from con so tomorrow we're doing like scrambled eggs we did we do these country style potatoes we do we're doing french toast we're doing uh fruit platters orange mm. juice we're doing a coffee station um we we've done um just pretty much anything that the the the, con the customer or the consumer wants if we're comfortable doing it we'll do it you know marta does some cold some delicious cold pastas uh we do you know italian food mm. You know, but if somebody asks me like, hey, can you do some sushi rolls? I'm not going to just say, yeah, because I want to, I'm going to be like, I can't do sushi, you know? Like, so yeah. we definitely. Uh, they're, they're, that's a serious art form, right? There's, there's dudes yeah. that, that that's, they spend their lives doing sushi right. Yeah. You, you got to respect that. Yeah. You know? Like that, that's a cultural thing, right? That's yeah. like a Japanese cultural thing where you can't just come in here and like, oh, I'm going to make sushi. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even, even a. Even doing a taco, like making a taco or doing a taco catering, like everybody thinks that's easy. So in essence, it is easy. But if you want to do it right, you're going to you're gonna do it the right way. You know, yeah. um, I mean, I've, I'm sure you've tasted, I've tasted some pretty bad sushi. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, the rice is not put together, the rolls are not put together. The fish doesn't kind of, is not as fresh as you want it to be. But, you know, there's also those good chefs that take that pride, you know, that extra, mm. you know, presentation and right. just... It's it's crazy, man. Like, I know a dude who eats gas station sushi, bro. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Why would you do that? And but they call it sushi, right? They're like, yeah. oh, we're having sushi. Like, no, <laughs> you ain't having sushi, not... dude. <laughs> yeah, who knows what that is? Um, man. Uh, so you guys are hiring right now. Yeah, yeah, we're looking so, for some. Um, 
just people that want to work, man, that want to take the pride in in in, yeah. in what we do. So, like I said, if you're just in it for the quick buck, you know, I think I think every business wants that, right? So every business wants good quality people that are going to be yeah. dedicated. Um, being a business owner, it's not most people hardly ever is gonna are gonna take their business or treat the business as their own. Um, but when you find those good people, you got to keep them, you know. So um, yeah. You know, like I said, we're we're very fortunate. It's a people business, you know. Yeah. I mean, you, you you do a lot of events and and um, of course parties and you know different things and and banquets and you got to have people who like to be around people. Yep, and enjoy the 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 art of of service, you know, and and making people happy with food and yeah, you know, that that's of key. That's key. You don't want some angry dude that's there or some chick that's like, yeah don't want to be there <laughs> no and, and and like i tell my team i'm like it's uh you know you guys gotta hand that plate you know with with a smile you know you guys gotta interact you guys gotta talk to these people be nice to them they're gonna be right back nice right back to you um they're probably gonna offer you a beer because you know the host will take care of the taquero you know so i always offer your people yeah, beer of course man <laughs> and we appreciate it <laughs> oh man so um Awesome, man. I feel I, I, I'm so sorry, dude, that, that I, I messed up the, the first part. I felt like we just hit that good spot yeah, and yeah. we were just flowing and we were talking for 10 minutes and something like that. <laughs> and it wasn't even recorded. But um, anything else you want to talk about, bro? Or, or what's like some of your keys, bro, to entrepreneurship? Because I know you're always I mentioned it on the first half is like you're just dropping some gems and uh, like on your social media and stuff, yeah. like on your personal one and. You know, any advice, dude, for some young guys out here who are trying to get in the, like the entrepreneurial game, whatever? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I just <clears throat> excuse me. So I, I definitely uh, practice what I preach and um, I, I utilize my social media platform for um, for motivation. So I always, you know, some people like some of my guy friends, they'll make fun of me like, oh, you know, you got all, you know, sentimental or personal on your post. And I'm like, dude, like it is what it is, you know. So um, I number one reason why I do that is to motivate myself. You know, I post it kind of like if I'm talking to myself because the entrepreneurship journey is not easy. The 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 true entrepreneurship journey, you know, where you're dedicated, blood, sweat and tears, you know, it's not mm -hmm. just a part time where you're like, oh I'm an entrepreneur and then you're at the happy hour at five o'clock and wasting your weekends away or yeah. you know, and nothing Party. wrong with like I said, yeah. everything if you can make if you can make what you want if you want to accomplish if you can accomplish what you what what you want to accomplish in those five hours cool go to your yeah, happy hour go for it you know but if you want to build enjoy yourself yeah enjoy yourself you know but if you really want to build a brand if you want to build a business um you have to dedicate yourself 24 7 you know and that's why not everybody it's not for everyone you know some people have great ideas but they don't have the time or or you know because they have families they have responsibilities and stuff so it's not easy but um what i try to do with that is i just try to motivate people mm. you know i continue motivating myself but you know i get those dms where people are like Thank you for posting that because that's what I wanted to hear. That's what yeah. I needed to hear today. And, you know, I it, it really... Some real encouraging stuff, too, yeah. that you post. We're in this big WhatsApp group group thing, too, and there's also, like, just some gems yeah. floating around. Because sometimes, dude, entrepreneurial life, people just want to give up, bro. Like, so, yeah. I just don't want to do this today, you know? Yeah. Well, you do it, you know? You get up and, and you make it happen. Yeah, so man. that's the key, man. Consistency, keep showing up. Yeah. Just keep putting in the work, you know, staying faithful to it. Yeah. And uh, you'll start to see those. That's the secret formula, man. Just work. 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 Success. Hard work. Like that quote says, the only the only place where success comes before work is in the dictionary, right? Mm. So you got to definitely put <laughs> in the work before the success comes. And 
you know you just have to sacrifice a lot right. um you know sacrifice your weekends sacrifice your 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 extra income you know because if you want to if you want invest, your business to grow you got to reinvest in, right you know sometimes people that's think that, key right that's another thing oh, that man. people miss is like oh, oh they man. make they make some money oh snap i made an extra five grand this month and they go yeah. blow it yeah yeah. And you didn't you didn't put it back in, and you know you're dry for the next couple months. Who knows? Whatever, you know, because knows. you don't have that that check on Friday. You know, when you're running a business, you don't have that for sure check on a Friday. Um, so, yeah, right, right. you know, like I, like I mentioned that that kitchen build. You know, it's it's we're taking it as uh, you know whatever pace we're taking it because we're investing internally. Like we're not um, maybe maybe we'll get to that point where we'll take some you know investment from outside investment stuff like that, but. At this point, it's just anything that comes in that we can reinvest into the business, we do it. You know, it it, it is definitely uh, something that has, you know, um, you know, even from the from year one when we were getting booked, and we only had one grill, one set, one you know, a yeah. set of tables, and and then my sister and I were just doing these events, and then we started getting those calls like, "Hey, are you available this Saturday?" And we're like, "Well, we're already booked." It got to the point where I told my sister, "Well, I we need another set," mm. and then I said, "Well, we just made a little extra cash. I'm gonna go." buy another set you know i could have put you know i could right. i could have gone and buy something else with it but i said nope and then same thing another set a third set so now like i said we have the capacity to do five six caterings because we invested in so much equipment and that all those things add up right you know you check right. your inventory and you're like oh man that's 500 bucks that's 200 bucks that's 20 dollars. that's this yeah. it adds up man so, for sure um so it's not easy for people to give up their weekends and give up their little extra cash yeah. um to to but if you really believe in it, I mean, I feel like people will do whatever it takes. But mm. it's very rare when you have, when that vision is clear, you know? Right. Um, and, and I think you should really do something that you love. You know, um, I'm not going to get into real estate because because I can potentially make money. I'm going to, I'm gonna if I got into real estate, it's because I care about the people and I love right. the industry. Yeah. So I'm not touching real estate, you know? Right. Um, I never thought I was going to be running a catering business, but I love to cook and I love the you know what we created and the just the compliments keeps us motivated you yeah, know the satisfaction was, of, of making people yeah. happy with i wouldn't be happy if, if i went to go make two thousand dollars at a catering but nobody complimented or nobody was like thrilled about what we what we gave them so um you know that keeps us motivated that keeps us going every single time and people see that you know our teams they want to work with us they want to work um you know with taquito y Mas, with the tym squad so it's pretty interesting yeah that's dope. I want to I want to read something about. Um, I heard that I I found this uh, actually I think it was from an author, um, but I incorporated this um, into uh, church like uh, for communion, and it it it's the intimacy of the table. It says the table is one of the most intimate places in our lives. And then we just tying this into food, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's there that we give ourselves to one another. When we say take some more, let me serve you another plate. Let me pour you another glass. Don't be shy. Enjoy it. We say a lot more than our words express. We invite our friends to become part of our lives. We want them to be nurtured by the same food and drink that nurtures us. We desire communion. This is why a refusal to eat and drink what a host offers is so offensive. It feels like a rejection of an invitation to intimacy. Strange as it may sound, this table is the place where we want to become food for one another. Every breakfast, lunch, or dinner can become a time of growing communion with one another. Nice, right? Yep, that's true, man. It's like the hundred percent. We all have to eat, right? Yeah. And so, like, what? What more? Uh, you know, 
what a, what what a special thing when we share a meal with with one another, you yeah. know, with our friends and our family, and so it's it's important, man. What you're doing is real. It's real work. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's real. Uh, it's 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 a uh, it's a special thing. It's not just yeah. like oh, you know, oh, we're gonna have this or you know, like oh, we gotta have a piñata. No, I mean, you're gonna have good food, right? Yeah. People bond over food mm-hmm. and people connect and people fall in love. You know what I mean? Over yeah. a, over a meal. You know what I mean? So. When we go on a date, what do we usually do? Yep. We go out, eat. Out to eat. Out to eat. So Eddie Gonzalez, everybody. Yep. That's the uh the hustle, <laughs> the hustle king of San Fernando <laughs> Valley and beyond. So make sure you guys check out um Taquito Imas. Check out the IDEC kiosk. Uh man, Chamber of Commerce, the Business Networking Alliance, the Odd Fellows. <laughs> Look out for that Chipotle sauce coming soon. That Chipotle sauce is is coming coming soon. Yeah, P- people literally want to just like buy like yeah man bottles of that. Yeah, and we've already been selling it, so that's another thing that I feel this kitchen is gonna help do. You know, so mass produce this thing, and um, we already have some talks with local businesses, markets, um, uh, meat markets, and yeah. just push it out there, man. It's it's something really special that. Dude, that that sauce goes on anything. Yeah, put it on your eggs, put it on your chicken, your beef, yep. anything. I always tell people I, I put it on everything except my cereal. So <laughs> that's that's how it goes. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's there's a lot of there's a lot of things coming up. So, um, yeah. you know, like I said, everybody has the same. Everybody has the twenty four hours in a day. Everybody has the seven days in a week. But it's just how much you're willing to dedicate yourself to, to whatever you want to accomplish. You know, you want to you want to be a photographer. You want to. You know, sell sell crafts on on online. You want to whatever you want to do, man. You just have to dedicate yourself to it. Yeah, and be patient. Be you know, patient. nowadays you gotta Key. have you gotta have. You, nowadays you have people that are like the young kids, especially. You know, they want they're like, that quick turnaround. Yeah, they're like, I'm gonna be a millionaire by the time I'm 22. Like, no, man, it's gonna take you time. You know, first of all, you gotta you gotta have a clear path, have a goal. You know, have a, yeah. a, a little plan going, and you know, and and then just execute. Be patient. It's mm. gonna take years, years and years. Right. So yeah, man. Yeah, over so-called overnight successes usually take ten years. Yeah, what they say. Yep. So, so we're on the right path. Well, we're five years in, so <laughs> definitely, uh, uh, you know, looking forward to what TYM is gonna do this year, and then getting back to the kiosk concept, and and uh, it's not even a concept; it's already a it's functional an product. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been functional since day one. Yeah. You know, it's been functional since day one. It's it's um, I just kind of put it in the back burner, unfortunately, because of the you know the catering just takes up consumes a lot of the time and and um and a, a lot of other projects but 2020 is going to be the year for the idec too dope yeah man so make sure you guys follow uh, eddie gonzalez and and uh on the social medias and connect with them make sure you guys uh hire taquito imas for your next event i personally vouch for them thanks they're bomb trust me you can't you cannot go wrong you'll you guys will really enjoy them all right brother Sure. Thanks for coming on, man. I'm yeah, sorry man. for that little mix-up earlier. Nah, I'm glad I so. made it out finally. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll do part two soon. Yeah, for sure. We gotta get you in with maybe with all the crazy chicks again, all the yeah. ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, brother. Hold up. Who you haters think you talking to? I'm the fucking boss. White on white, G4 hater getting the Iliad is dead, the Odyssey is over Found God within me, started searching for Jehovah What you searching for? Where you focus at? 
If it's happiness, no one can give you that It flows from within, it knows all your sins You can never win, being envious of other men Covetousness it's such a sin, wanting what other people have has become a trend But don't bow down to the dollar bill, y'all Commercial consumerism is trying to kill y'all I'm trying to heal y'all